at this point, um, I'm going to invite Lisa Campbell to come and to speak to the boys and girls, but to the adults too. Uh, Lisa is a primary school teacher. Um, she's my sister-in-law, uh, Claire's sister, and she always enjoys speaking to boys and girls and to adults. So listen carefully to what she has to say. Boys and girls, if you would like to come and sit up here, that would really help me because I, I need you to do um, some jobs for me this morning. So if you'd like to come and just stay away from the microphones and just come and sit down on the carpet here. That's great. Just come on ahead, just down the front here. Make sure you're nice and comfortable. Now, in church this morning, you can see that there's lots of fruit around. Is there anybody here that goes to nursery or playgroup? Anybody that's at nursery or playgroup? Can you tell me, any, anybody that's a wee bit smaller, tell me any of the fruits that they can see this morning? Yes, what can you see? Yes, there's lots of apples. Anybody else see any different fruits? Yes. Bananas, good girl. You've got it spot on because that's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk all about bananas. We're going to find out a lot about them and we're going to find out even what God has to say about the bananas that we buy. Now, I wonder, have any of you ever been driving along the road, maybe in the car, and you've seen some bananas growing in the fields? Anybody seen that? Yes, you've seen some bananas in this, in this country? Yes? That's, that's very interesting. Now, does anybody think why we may not know why we may not have seen too many bananas growing around? Yes? Good girl, it's not sunny enough here. That's right. Our weather isn't good enough to grow bananas, so we have to get our bananas from much, much further away. Now, I've got a world map this morning because I know sometimes it's difficult to work out where we are. Anybody fancy pointing out where Northern Ireland is? Could you point out where Northern Ireland is? Good boy. Well done. Right, so this is where we are in the world, okay? Just that tiny wee pink bit there. That's Northern Ireland. Now, I've got some bananas with, with me, and I want to see if somebody can have a wee look at the label and tell me where they come from. Anybody fancy doing that? Yes, have a wee look just there. There, let's see where it says there. Have a go. Just that one there. Yeah, good girl, well done. The Dominican Republic. Now, anybody any idea where that might be? You any idea? Yeah, no, not you're, you're going in the right direction. Anybody else have a clue where that might be? Yes, have a wee look and see. It's very difficult. I'll, tell, I'll give you a clue. It's over here. If you look over here, over in a place where the Caribbean is. Anybody heard of the Caribbean? Yeah, where there's lots of sunshine. So look, our bananas have to come all the way across from over here. All right, in the Caribbean, lots of different islands there, and they have to come all the way across the Atlantic Ocean to us in Northern Ireland here. So that's a long way to go. Now, I wonder if you have ever thought about how our bananas get here. How would they start off? What has to happen first for us to get bananas? Yes. Good girl, very good. They have to grow on a tree. 
And I wonder, I, you know, I had never seen, I had never seen this before, but that is a picture of what bananas look like whenever they start to grow. It's a very, very strange looking plant just whenever it starts to grow. And that's what bananas look like. And they start to grow just like this on the top and they're very, very green and very small to start off with. Now, who do you think we would need in this whole thing of getting the bananas here? Who would be the first person that would be important? Yep. Yes, God is very important. Anybody else? Yep. Good girl. A farmer, would you like to come up here and be the farmer for us? Come on up. Now, it's a hot country, so you need a hat to shade you from the sun, all right? And, oh, I should have put this on first, shouldn't I? This is the first person we have in getting our bananas to us, the farmer. Now, <laughs> you'll see out, there you go. Right, we need a farmer. Now, this is what our farmer might look like. Now, it's very, very hard work getting bananas. You have to clear the ground, and then you have to put blue plastic over the top of them. Because do you know why insects damage the bananas and make them go brown? And people in our country don't like to buy bananas with brown bits on them, so they don't want to buy that. So the farmers have to work very, very hard to keep them clear from any marks and from any pesticides that are used to keep them free from insects and disease. Now, when the bananas are all ready, the farmer then gets a special knife and he cuts it. He cuts the bananas off like that. Anybody see what color the bananas are? Green. They're green still. So he still cuts them. Now that's important. Remember that for later on. They're green whenever he cuts them. And then he has to lay them all out on leaves because they've got a drippy white stuff that comes out of them that would damage them. So he has to lay them all out on leaves to keep them nice and clean. And then he has to wash them, and he has to put them in boxes, and he has to take them then by hand. He has to carry them out to the road, because the road isn't in the middle of where the bananas grow, so it's very, very hard work. So our poor farmer is very, very hot and very exhausted by the end of all this. He then has to make sure that he's got a truck or something which costs him a lot of money. He has to borrow the money to get this truck and he has to load all the banana boxes on and he has to take them to the port. Anybody know what a port is? Yes. You're close to it. You're close to it. It's to do with transport. Yes. That's right. Good boy. It's where boats come and go from. That's right. Where boats come and go from and often um, they have to they carry things back and forward. Now, let me see where we've got to now. That, that's what happens. That's, that's kind of the end of the farmer's job. Now, then we get to the next person. Now, I'm going to tell you who these kind of people are because this is a bit tricky. We have somebody called a banana company. Who would like to be the banana company? Right, you come on up. Now, some of the older people in the congregation will remember the man from Del Monte who used to say yes when he came to inspect if the fruit was ready or not. So this is our banana company, all right? Do you want to move along a wee bit? Can I move you along a wee bit? In his very cool hat. Now, the banana company is very important in this whole chain because they do an awful lot of things. Let me tell you a wee bit about what they do. They inspect the bananas. And if they don't think the bananas are good enough, they say, no, they're not good enough. 
and the farmer has to take them back again and he can't use them and he doesn't get any money for them. They have very, very high standards that the bananas are really, really clean and really well looked after. And what they do is they weigh them and they have a good look at them and then if the bananas are good enough, they pay the farmers. And the farmers hope that their bananas are good enough so that they will get some money for their bananas. Then the banana company loads them onto a big ship, huge big, big ship, and has to use massive big, big cranes to do that. And the ship takes six days to get across the Atlantic Ocean to the UK six days and the, the bananas have to be kept very cool all that time whenever they're in the ship. And then whenever it gets to the UK, all the bananas are unloaded and sometimes it can take three days to unload a big, big ship. So that's a very long time to get all the bananas off the boat like that. And then they get them onto the lorries, all into the big lorries, and then they send them onto the motorways to go to the next place that they have to go to. Now, that brings us to the next person. Now, I told you that the bananas, or you told me that the bananas were green. What do you think has to happen to those bananas before they get to the next stage? Yes. Good girl, that's right, they have to turn yellow. Does anybody know what that's called? Yes? Good girl, they ripen. Would you like to come up and be our riper? Now, you will really love what you have to wear. Now, you'll be working in a factory, so it's very important that you don't get any hair in the bananas, all right? So I'm just going to give you your wee hairnet, all right? <laughs> there you go, all right? Is that okay? Can you move along? That's it, keep moving along. There we are, there's our ripener. Now, the ripeners, they have to make sure that the bananas are all sorted out and that they've got their prices put on them and then they're taken to what do you think the last stage is? Where do the bananas go after they've been ripened? Yes? Yeah, well, think again, think again, yes. Good girl, the shop. Would you like to come up? Would you like to come up and be our shop? There we go. No, hopefully we won't be condemned for advertising this morning but <laughs> this is our shop where I'm sure a lot of you go with your mums or your dads to do the shopping to get some bananas and that is the last stage and then you go along and you go to the shop it might be a market it might be a small shop it might be a big supermarket like Tesco's or Sainsbury's or Asda or whatever you have near you and get your shopping and buy your bananas now I want to tell you something else about this I want you to imagine that each banana that we get costs 20p, 20 pennies, all right? I want you to imagine, that's not exactly right, but for this morning we'll imagine that each banana costs 20p. How much of that 20p that you pay for a banana do you think that the farmer gets? Have a guess, it doesn't matter if you're wrong, yes. You think 3p, right? Anybody else any ideas? You think 5p, anybody else, any ideas? Yes. 10p, right, some people think 10p. Well, you were right, didn't you say 3p? 3p out of the 20p, that's all the farmer. Now think back to all the things that that farmer did. That's not really very much. So I'm gonna give you 3p there. All right, Claire, would you like to stick on? 
The banana company. Now, they did an awful lot of work, but remember that quite often these banana companies are very, very rich. They actually would get seven peas. So can you hold out your hands and I'll give you seven pennies. Four, five, six, seven. You just check out giving you the right money there. All right? They get seven P from that 20p. Now, what about the, the ripener? Yes? 3p, good girl, they get 3p as well. Not very much again for their factory work. There you go, 3p. And that means, now can anybody do their sums? Work out how much is left? Remember we're working with 20p, we've used up 3p, 7p, 3p, how much is left? Yes? Good boy, well done, 7p that goes to the supermarket or the shop for the bananas that they get, that they sell to you. So that's quite a lot of money that has gone to the shop and the banana company. And in this chain, you usually find that the richest people are the banana company and the shop. And they're getting the most money, even though they've already got lots of money, they're getting the most money for this banana. Now, I wonder what you think about that. I've got a man, a picture of a man here called Lewis, and Lewis is a banana farmer. He grows bananas in the Caribbean. And because Lewis only gets 3p, it means that he can't really afford to buy books for his children to go to school. When his wife gets sick, he can't afford to go to the shop and buy medicine for her. Whenever they have bad rains, and maybe his banana crop doesn't do well, he's just left with no money. Nobody's going to help him out. It doesn't seem really right that he has worked so hard, and yet places like Tesco's and the banana companies are still making so much money, no matter what. I wonder what God thinks about that. On the bulletin, some of the grown-ups will see that there's a verse, and it's from Micah, and it says, what does God ask you to do? And you might think, well, me, I can't do anything about bananas, but you can do an awful lot of things about bananas. And let's look, Claire, would you like to hold that? Let's look at what God says in answer to that question. He says, God asks you to be fair to others, to love them even beyond what they deserve. And that means even if you think they don't deserve you to love them or to be fair to them, he still wants you to do that. And the important word that we're looking at this morning is this word, fair. It's about being fair. And at the moment in our banana chain, things aren't really all that fair. Right, you can put that down. Now, I'm going to tell you how you can make a difference, every single one of you. Now, you know the way how when you really want something, you're saying, Mom, please, can I have it? Please, can I have it? And you go on and on and on. Does anybody do that? Or did people in Kirkpatrick not ever rhyme like that? Does anybody here rhyme? Yes, at least you're admitting to it. Yes, I know kids, whenever they really want something, they go on and on and on and on about it. Well, I want you to do something at home or when the next time you go shopping, I want you to go on and on and on to your mum or your dad whenever they're shopping about something. And I'll tell you what it is. I want you, whenever they're buying bananas, to look out 
for bananas that have got this sign somewhere on them. These ones are from Tesco's, and some of your mums or dads might already do this. They buy bananas that have got this sign on them, and it says fair trade on them. I'm going to show you closer what the sign looks like. It's got that sign there, and it says fair trade guarantees a better deal for third world producers. Now that just means that people like Lewis, our farmer, gets a wee bit more money for his bananas. And it means that he does have enough money to buy those school books or to buy medicine for his wife when she's sick. And it also means that there's people that look after him as he grows his bananas. And if things go wrong, he isn't going to be completely hit by poverty. Now, the thing some of you might be thinking, and some of the mums and dads might be saying, well, what really difference does fair trade make to our bananas? I want to show you very, very quickly what it does. First of all, this banana company, and some of you will know lots of these expensive, can you turn around, that's a good boy, expensive companies like Fife's or Chiquita or Del Monte, they no longer are in the chain. So let's lose the, the rich man's hat and put on something a bit more ordinary, a worker. And I'm going to change the banana company to this, these letters. Now it looks like Wib Deco. It stands for the Windward Islands Banana Development Company. And that's a company now in the Caribbean that helps farmers grow bananas in a really fair way and make sure, make sure they get a fair price for their bananas. So if you're buying those fair trade bananas, you're helping people like this. And then these fair trade bananas also do something else. They take the 7p that goes to the big supermarkets, and I'm going to take off three pennies. All right, Claire, do you want to do the, the money? I'm going, to, going to leave you with 4p now. And I'm going to give one more to the farmer. I'm going to give one more to you, the banana company. Because remember now, the banana company is working to help the banana farmers. And I'm also going to give one more penny to the ripener. There you are. Do you want to hold on to that? Because they, the money is a bit more shared out now. So we've got the banana farmer is now getting 4p. The banana company, which is working for the farmers, is getting 8p from that 20p. The ripener is getting 4p. And the supermarket's only getting 4p now, which seems a bit fair, doesn't it? So the next time that you're going to buy bananas, think about that as you reach for the packet of bananas. Look out for the bananas that have got that sign on them because you really, really are making a difference by doing that. Now, just before you go and sit down, let's pray and let's talk to God about what we've been thinking about this morning. Dear God, the church is full of beautiful flowers and delicious fruit. We thank you for the many people who work so hard to grow them for us. People here in Northern Ireland and people in the Caribbean like Lewis. The Bible tells us that you want us to treat people like Lewis fairly. Please help us not to think that it's somebody else's problem to sort out. Help us to remember people like Lewis the next time we're buying bananas. Please help us to take action to make this world a fair place to live in. In your name we pray. Amen. Right, thank you for listening so well. Now, if you want to go back to your seats, I might need a few of you in a wee minute to help me out again, but you can go back and sit down for now.
Thank you, Lisa, and thank you to all those in the banana chain who helped out. We've been learning here at Kirkpatrick recently on Sunday mornings for quite a while in quite a, a lot of different ways about the kingdom of God and what it means to live life under God's rule and under God's blessing. The Bible teaches us that when the kingdom of God comes, justice and fairness come. And we have been learning a lot about that today. I hope today that as we, we leave this harvest service later on, that we, yes, that we're very grateful to God for the harvest, but that we, we think about how we might ensure that everyone can share a good harvest. We're going to sing a song that we learned together last week that talks all about this, about the importance of making sure that all people enjoy God's harvest. Beauty for brokenness, hope for despair. Lord, in your suffering world, this is our prayer. We'll stand together as we sing.